Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. This week on the Vintage Radio Club, the CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... The Return of the Moresby's. A husband kills his wife for donating all their money. Now he is certain that she has been reincarnated in the form of a cat to wreak revenge on him. To listen, join our Patreon page at vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's crime does not pay on the shadow. This episode originally aired March 30th, 1941, and it's called Voodoo. Today's drama, Voodoo. Major, Major Spire, tell me, just what is a hero? Well, Margot, I'm afraid that I have never been able to answer that question to my own satisfaction. But you've seen so many men under fire. Yes, I know. But the men I've seen under fire have been fighting for something they believed in. Now, I don't think you can call that heroism. No? No. To fight for what you know to be true and to your best interest is just good, plain, common horse sense. Uh, do you understand what I mean, Lamont? I do, Major. I've always said that heroes should be judged by the measure of fear they have in their hearts. Not by what they do but by how afraid they were to do it. Well, that makes them pretty rare individuals, doesn't it, Lamont? It does, Margot. I think I've only known one man who really measured up to those qualities in all my life. Who is that, Lamont? Sebastian. Remember him? Yes. Yes, I do. Don't you think he was a real hero? Yes, he was. Sebastian? Hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of him. Uh, Was he recommended for the service course? No, Major. Sebastian was a man who crossed our paths one summer on Little Cauldron Island. One of the more remote of the Geechee group, about 80 miles off the Georgia coast. But uh, who was Sebastian? Oh, just a chap who passed unknown and unsung. But for my money, he was a model of the purest form of heroism. Well, I'd like to hear about him. Very well. Uh, may I fill your glass, Major? Oh, yes, thanks. Well, Margo and I were vacationing on Little Cauldron that summer. The island was virtually owned by Gerald and Edmund Fergus. Definitely. 
In fact, the Fergus brothers and their sister Polly were the only whites living there. The rest of the population consisted of some 2,000 backward and illiterate natives. Backward and illiterate? It's giving the natives a break, Vermont. You see, Major, these natives practiced a peculiar form of voodooism. They worshipped reptiles. Worshipped reptiles? I know it seems unbelievable to find such primitiveness only a few hours' journey from the Georgia coast. Nevertheless, it's true. I still carry proof of it. Here on my watch chain. Uh, what is it? A bit of hard wood carved to resemble a serpent's head. The natives use it to ward off evil. The natives call it a snake stone. All of them wear one tied around the neck. Yes. Well, one day, just about dusk, during our first week on the island, Gerald Fergus, Margot, and I had gone down to the beach to meet the mail launch. Edmund Fergus was in his study on the lower floor of the big house attending to his accounts. Everything was quite orderly, routine, except that up in Miss Polly's room, the rear of the big frame man. The surf is heavy tonight, Judy. Very heavy. Where are you going? Downstairs, Miss Polly. Uh, well, uh, wait until I finish dressing, please. Tonight's night of dance congo. All teachers make me dance for spirits of dead. See me go now. Oh, no, please don't go. It's... Oh, they'll begin those dreadful drums in a moment. If you're afraid of that, you like to kiss, maybe? Hey, what is it? Snake stone. Long to see me. Keep evil spirits away. Oh, I don't believe in your superstition, Sini. Then see me go. No, 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 please, Sini. It do you no good for me to say. What do you mean? Govi Papaloi, which man of little cauldron put voodoo on Mr. Edmund, Mr. Gerald, and hurt you? I don't believe that, Timmy. It's either Papaloi has to have some of our clothing or our hair. Something belongs to us to make the voodoo work. You're right, Miss Pala, you're right. Of course. Of course I'm right. Maybe Miss Pala noticed the scenic in her hairbrush. Miss Polly must be careful. She's losing hair. <laughs> Mr. Gerald, Mr. Edmund losing hair, too. All Fergus leave hair and brushes. But Sini takes hair. You take hair. Sini! She did it. She gave the Corbin calling to the witch man. Because she hates us. All of them do. They don't want us here. I must get dressed and tell Edmund all about it. He'll fix her. He'll have her arrested. He'll put an end to all this. Look outside that window. Oh, no, no. Who's there? I can see someone. Who is it? Tell me. Gerald, come on, old boy. Gerald. Ger- 
Never mind that. Time is too precious to waste on talk. Have the natives awakened yet? No, but they will soon. Have a knife here. I'll touch your tie. Fly quietly, don't move. What are our chances for escape? Not good. Are there any boats nearby? They're all being watched. There you are. Thanks. Now, the young lady. I'll cut her bond, too. No, no, wait. I've just thought of something. Something that has one chance in a thousand of working, but we must gamble that it will. What? What is it, Lamont? You must remain tied up, Margot. Lamont, I... I... Please. Please trust me, Margot. Sebastian, are you willing to trust me, too? To do whatever I say? If it means I'm getting out of here safely? Certainly. Good. Here. I want you to wear my coat. Yeah, take it. Give me yours. All right. You must remain here in my place, Sebastian. I shall tie you with the ropes that once bound me. I'm willing. I must tie you quickly, then. Where are you going, Lamont? To try to bring freedom to all of us. There. There. That'll have to do. Good luck. Thanks. Trust me. Both of you. I wonder. I wonder if he'll come back. I'm sure he will. Well, in any case, I'll do my best, young lady, to give you what little protection I can offer. Because I have willed her to do so. Who speaks? 
Where did that voice come from? You might know me, Edmund Fergus, as the Shadow. Shadow? So you've heard of me. Then you must know why I'm here, Edmund. I've come to put an end to your reign of terror and murder. How oh, dare you defy me? Use the knife, thing. She is powerless. Observe this, all of you. I have willed that this girl's life be spared. Now watch as the knife is taken from Zini's hand by an unseen power. There, you see. You see, I dropped the knife. I know what I to him. He's regarded as trickery. He's trickery. You can answer that, Zini. Did you feel the pressure of my hand upon your arm? Did I make you drop that knife? Yes. You said voodoo. Powerful voodoo. Imagine. Wait. Wait, all of you. Don't be swayed by an unseen voice. I am your master. I am your god. You must obey me. That is a lie. He is not a god. Is a mortal being who tricked you into believing that he had returned from the dead. Let me tell you this. Edmund Fergus never died. He had no resurrection. Don't let him do him. Continue the ceremony. I command you. <laughs> you command Edmund Fergus, but none obeys. They stand silently. You are rapidly losing your hold on these people. They must obey. You hear? They must. Look, all of you. Observe the behavior of your God. See how frightened he acts. He's afraid of you. He's afraid of what you'll do to him. No. No. If he were a God, why didn't he present the death of your witch man, Toby Potaloy? Why doesn't he stop me now from telling you these things? Wait. Wait. Don't listen to him. There is blood on his hands. What blood? The blood of your people and his. Keep away from me. Turn back all of you. Margo, but quickly to the beach. I love old time radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. The original file that had been distributed around the internet had some other audio that cut in and out a couple times. I removed it, but some of the story may have been recorded over, but I don't think too much of it. Overall, the story didn't really capture my attention much. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. 
For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.